Welcome to the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This episode is brought to you by ConvertBox. ConvertBox is your best solution to not only generate consistent leads from your website, but also to effectively engage, segment, and interact with your website visitors. Purchase ConvertBox today, show proof, and get the ConvertBox, the key to lead generation action plan for free. Visit vacationrentalformula.com forward slash ConvertBox for more information. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. My guest today on the podcast is the one and only Amy Hynote from VRM Intel. And we're going to be talking about the role of women in our industry, what we learned from the online conference season, and the need for foundational education in revenue management. And I know I need that. And there's a couple of exciting announcements as well. So away we go. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and I'm super delighted to be back with you once again. Well, it does look like our season has now finished, to some degree. I still wake up in the morning to 40-odd emails, but mostly they're talking about next summer, the summer of 2021. We have no idea what that's going to be like, but if, uh, if the early bookings are anything to go by, it is going to be pretty stupendous. I hope so. And I am hoping, I mean, what we're working on at the moment is pulling in a lot of new owners. So creating our owner acquisition strategy and taking that to the next level so that we can register a lot of new owners for next year, because I think the demand is going to be there for it. I think I mentioned before, I'm working with Vintori, Brooke Fouts and his team at Vintori and really super happy with the thoroughness of their process in helping us get this acquisition strategy set up. So I'll be bringing you a little bit more of that as I go through, because as we go through the step-by-step process we have working with Vintori, I am documenting it all because as you know, I do not endorse anything that I haven't tried out myself. So it's very important that I go through this process and see how it works for our company because I can't tell you, you know, as a property manager, that this would be something for you unless I've done it myself. So yes, I'll, I'll bring you that over time. So today, as I mentioned right at the very beginning, my special guest is Amy Hynote from VRM Intel. And I'm pretty positive that just about everybody who is listening to this has heard of Amy Hynote. If not, she is the managing editor of VRM Intel. Amy has, I believe, more knowledge about this industry than anybody else. A much, such a broad expertise in every aspect. One of the things that she has so much knowledge about is revenue management and data and how we use data to inform how we manage our companies. And it doesn't matter when I say companies, it doesn't matter if you've got one property or a couple of thousand properties. The whole idea of 
looking at the data that is out there and analyzing it and using it to your benefit is just as relevant regardless. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We're going to be talking about the role of women in this industry and briefly discussing the uh, Women's Development Thought Leadership webinar that is going on at the moment. And I'll have details on how you can uh, watch the replays of those webinars and actually sign up for the next ones. And we're also going to be touching on what has been the best from what I'm sort of calling the virtual conference season. You know, the DARM conference, that's Amy's conference, the Book Direct show, the Vacation Rental World Summit and what may be coming up next, as well as a couple of other other things that have been out there in this virtual world that we're all inhabiting now. So without further ado, let's move on over and talk to Amy. This is Heather Bayer. I've got Amy Highnote with me today. We are just fresh off a discussion or, or rather a webinar that uh, we are going to have a little bit more discussion about because I know many of you are listening to this on the podcast. And if I start going on about a webinar that we've just been talking about, you're not going to understand a word I'm saying. So we will be discussing this, but let me just say, hey, Amy, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to talk about the webinar we've just finished. This is a three-part webinar series that Amy's producing for VRM Intel. And this first 30-minute one was terrific. I absolutely loved it. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, you can go to VRM Intel and you can find that download. And you can download the three half-hour webinars that is going on over three weeks. So run on over to VRM Intel and bookmark that so you can download that later. Amy, do you want to talk about what Amber talked about right now? Or do you want to really kick off, given that we're talking about women's development, women's summit, do you want to kick off with your big announcement? I do. Let's go ahead and jump into that. Okay. Well, I'm going to play just a little bit of teaser music because this makes me this makes me laugh. It makes me very, very happy, and it gives you a hint of what's to come. So um, we had good, some bad news that I think has turned in some really great news. So the Ritz Carlton did call and tell us that they were not going to be able to accommodate, accommodate us for our original women's summit dates, which was February 23rd and 24th. So we have actually moved this conference. It is now going to be on December 1st and 2nd of 2021. 
And at first, I was pretty disappointed about having to move the conference. However, I have been, we did our planning for the conference during that first week of December at the Ritz-Carlton. And they go all out for Christmas. And New Orleans is so amazingly fun during the Christmas season that this is going to be like the premier exclusive VIP holiday party, the best party this industry has thrown. I am so excited that I wish it was this Christmas. Like I am, there are so many things we can do about Amber, who you just heard that we're talking about is going to be speaking it looks like we're going to be able to get a pretty big name speaker that we weren't able to get before because of the date change. I mean, obviously with COVID, our number one priority is keeping everyone safe. And the Ritz-Carlton feels very strongly that they're going to cancel Mardi Gras as soon as the election is passed. And New Orleans still doesn't allow gatherings of over 50. So we just don't have the ability to have it right now. And we don't think that we will by February. However, By the end of 2021, we think we're going to have it. So now, again, you can go to vacationrentalwomen.com and you can register. My next um, announcement on this is that we added a installment payment plan. So as we all know, it's an expensive show to go to. However, because we now have a year that you can actually pay for your tickets monthly and not have to spend um, that kind of money out right now. So the upside of that is that's only a little over $60 a month to get from now to then. And so it allows more people to come. The downside is that we're limited to 350 people and that we will sell that out. So my advice to people is to buy your tickets early. And I'm not just saying that for money. First, there's an FAQ page on this site too, Heather, that if, um, if people about things like cancellations and what if the dates get moved again and things like that. If we can't have the event, we're refunding. I mean, there some of the basic stuff is there. But I, I mean, you and I have talked about it. Like the whole idea of things we can do in December, we can do things like Secret Santa. We can do some small group like things. We can do swag bags and gift bags that are, you know, with sponsored stuff that's going to be really, really fun and high end. And the food and the music and the holiday Christmas high tea and the holiday brunch. I, I don't know. I'm just so excited. <laughs> yeah, you got you know, when you when you started talking to me about it, and I got I got so excited too. That's that's when I started going out looking for jazzy Christmas music. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just so full on for Christmas, and the thought of going to Christmas having having a, a Christmas starter in New Orleans. And as Vanessa Dean did say, this is 2021 we're talking about. It is. It is. I um. Although I'm so excited now, I wish we could do it now. But um, what I'm hoping that we're going to be able to do between now and then is more of these professional development series, like the one we started today. So the one that we did with Amber today is this series is called Growing as a Thought Leader. And it's a three-part series. And I think for over the next year that we can actually come together. And some other people like Heather Weirman and Corinne were talking about the idea of putting together some small groups along the way. Um, some discussions and things that we can keep us really connected while we can't be together in person. I think we were all hoping that by February, this wouldn't be a thing. That was a full year after our first hint that we had a, we had a pandemic problem. And so I, I, it's just, we're just not there yet. 
And um, and I think that the requirements, even if we were there, would be would take away from the intimacy of the event, the spacing requirements, the mask, the you know, just the keeping that what we would have to do on site to keep everyone safe is so strenuous that I think it would have taken away a lot of our fun in the process. So this is where we are. Yeah, I was I was excited about February, but you know, the borders aren't going to open. <laughs> I am still longing to get to Gulf Shores for February. And I was thinking, well, even if I get to Gulf Shores, am I going to get to New Orleans? So totally selfishly, <laughs> this is me, me, me. Yes, I am very, very happy that it has been transferred to uh, to December. So a couple of questions that have, have come up. Thank you so much for those of you who are commenting on this this is this is absolutely great we've got so many people on this live stream um the green lodge abimore says hi from st andrews scotland new orleans sounds amazing yes you should come and it's fantastic to see heather oh <laughs> first time you've seen me well i hope i'm not a disappointment in the flesh as it were that just shows i learned nothing from 30 minutes listening to amber that i should even say that <laughs> i have a question other questions oh one from heather brown says are we required to pay for the hotel i have a property in baton rouge so i can drive in instead of paying no you're not required to pay for the hotel in fact some of the people stay in vacation rentals short-term rentals in the city you don't have to stay at the Ritz-Carlton. Um, we do have a room block. The room rate is $249 a night, which quite honestly, is a pretty decent deal for that hotel. And I can't believe they honored that room rate for the holidays, but whatever. I'm not going to question it right now. And I do see the other question from Deb on here that have you, yes, Deb, it does transfer. However, with this move, you'll see that on the site too. I was going to contact you actually this afternoon that if you want to keep them, you can. Um, I will refund your tickets if those dates don't work for your group, though. Um, it's December 1st and 2nd, 2021. It's a Wednesday and Thursday. And the reason we moved it from Tuesday and Wednesday to Wednesday and Thursday, and you can thank ICND's April Burns for this, is that the idea that some people come in a couple of days ahead to help us. And it's Thanksgiving weekend before. So we wanted Thanksgiving weekend to be completely over, you know, so that people didn't have to miss any time with family as that is getting more and more important to, I think, all of us right now. So most people will come in Tuesday. We'll do it Wednesday and Thursday. And then I'm sure several of us will stay for the weekend and hang out. Well, for, for one person who came to the original Vacation Rental Women's Summit, I'm definitely going to be there and hopefully a couple of days early and a couple of days after as well. But yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing event. For, for those of you who didn't come to the first summit, Amy, can you just give a very brief touch on what this is about, what it's, got, what it's like, because it is not your normal standard vacation rental conference? No, it's not. And it actually was um, different than I expected it to be. I actually didn't know what to expect when we first had it, but now I do. <laughs> so now I'm really excited. Um, it's, um, it's, so it's not, there's not a vendor hall. It is an ecosystem event. So women who work in the vacation rental industry, whether they work in technology or property management or as an individual host or marketing or anything like that, you know, this is an ecosystem event. So it's a chance for a lot of people to get together on an equal playing field to have discussions about the industry. And I think that's one of the things that set it apart. There wasn't this us and them between vendors and managers, and there wasn't an us and them between 
hosts and managers. And I think at other conferences, we've seen a little bit of segmentation around that. And this puts us all in the same room in the same discussions. Um, The other thing is that when you take a lot of guys out of the equation, women are much more likely to raise their hand. They're more likely to speak up. They're more likely to have an engaging conversation. The majority of the vacation rental industry um, is made up of women. Almost 60% of people who work in our industry are women. So to, you know, if we go to conferences where, where 70 plus percent of speakers are men, we're not really getting the full picture. Like Amber was saying earlier in our thought leadership, it's not about men and women. It's about male energy and female energy. And there is when female energy is brought to the table, it, it expands how we're able to think about things and how deep we're willing to go. And I think that what we found at the Women's Summit was an event that was incredibly intimate. It was giving. Nobody was, it's funny, nobody was um, critical of anybody. Anyone, you know, there was a, just a real openness and willing to share and a real support for each other. I was surprised by it. I don't know how you felt, but that's, that's kind of what, what my takes were. And Christina, um, it's December 1st and 2nd. Yes, that was that was a, it was such a, a very accepting atmosphere. I think anybody for, for anybody who's never been to a conference before in this industry, this would be the first one to start with because it is so accepting. And everybody's there from people with one in fact there were people there with no properties who are thinking about getting into the industry. Jody Tidwell born life-changing event and made many good friends. Jody, I met you there and and we are firm friends now. <laughs> and, and yeah, so what about keynotes, Amy? How can you beat last year's keynotes? I think I can. <laughs> Let's just say, I'm not going to say anything else about it, but I think I can. Well, um, who, just for the benefit of those who weren't there, who were last year's keynotes? Last year we had Elizabeth Gilbert, who is the author of Eat, Pray, Love and um, Big Magic. And if you haven't read Big Magic, it's one of the best books for our industry. Um, that's entirely not industry related. She's amazing. And we also had um, Lady Carnarvon, who is the countess at um, High Clear Castle, which is Downton Abbey, which is the most sought after vacation home <laughs> in, the, in the country. Um, so it was interesting. She talked about authenticity. And um, I just, other than that, we had led the great Leslie Preston from New Zealand, who I think is coming back. Um, which in a very different role, she sold her company since then. And we had um, Tina Wayand from Verbo um, as keynotes. So I think we're going to be able to equal what we did last year, at least. That's all I'm saying. That's amazing. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, Corrine's got to run. Let's start the countdown to December 1st, 2020 now. (laughs) (laughs) It's on. Absolutely. Well, this is, you know, let, let, let's move on a little bit and, you know, not, not not segueing right out of the topic, but let's just have a brief review of what Amber talked about. And, and you know, I'll tell you what was a couple of things that really came out to me was her very first thing that she said about going to the U University, you know, learning about you, what makes you unique and actually bringing that out, stepping into what you already are, you know, not trying to make something that is th- that you're not because what you are is perfectly good enough. And then she went on to talk about, she, she said, follow your breadcrumbs. And 
that is really, you know, looking at how you show up in various seasons of your life. And that really impacted me. I've had a lot of seasons, Amy. And <laughs> but I, I love the way that Amber kicks I've off. Been, I've had a few careers myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So some of my seasons, I you know, were, were short and unremarkable and unmemorable, except for me. And I'm glad they're gone. But many others, you know, it, this this becomes your story. And I think what came out of this very short session with Amber, which was a, a, a lot, is understanding and, and appreciating what that we all have an amazing story and we should start there, go back and figure out what your story is. You know, how did you get where you are today with the, all the accomplishments that have happened? What, uh, and then I'll talk a second in about uh, imposter syndrome, because I know that you and I, <laughs> both we have talked about this because we both suffer at times from imposter syndrome and it's something that everybody does, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think you and I have had a, multiple discussions about it. We've been really down in the past. There are um, there are a lot of people who um, who do what we do who don't seem to suffer with that. <laughs> so it's been an interesting <laughs> contrast. Um, I think that what I found interesting, I mean, first of all, Amber, she's just incredibly relatable. When you when you think about that kind of a speaker, it's it's hard to come across someone who actually has that level of authenticity and just. I don't know. She's just someone that you know that you could have coffee with and it would be the same person. Um, there is a, she's got several videos on YouTube, by the way. And one is a personal branding challenge that's super interesting. Um, so there, are, she has other resources out there that are open and free. And um, so if you're interested in her, there's more there. She's also doing a Velvet Machete Leadership Academy in November that I'm actually going to take part of in. And, um, that's another thing coming her way on that. But I thought that that whole idea of our story is not always easy to go back and look at because some like a lot of my story is wasn't successful. I mean, a lot of it was was made up of a series of I don't want to say failures. I don't know if that's the right word, but, you know, things that didn't turn out as planned, whether it was a job loss or I mean, I got fired from Kaiser Realty in Gulf Shores. Um and got divorced and lost my dad in six months. I mean, it was, you know, things happen like that, that just change the trajectory of your life. And so I think that the, but the authenticity of it makes us a little bit less scared of, of sharing maybe the harder pieces too. And not just trying to look perfect all the time and look like everything that we've touched has turned to gold. Yeah. What else, what else did you take away from that session, Amy? Yeah, I think the time piece for me, just because that's such a critical piece, like I, I definitely take way too much time trying to write something or put out content. And that's a big problem that I had. Um, that whole idea of, okay, this doesn't have to be hard. Here are the things that you're asked about. You and I asked, or ask you and I in particular, Heather, we're asked about the same things every day. We're asked about, the, you know, what's going on at Airbnb. Well, they don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's going on at Verbo? Um, is, you know, the consumer behavior issue, the COVID situation. Like, and being able to look at those top 20 questions, picking out the top four, and then for each one, having three solutions, like intro, three points. I mean, it's so grade school stuff. You know, we learned that in junior high. 
when we were learning how to write an essay. And I've just, you know, it's nice to go back and hear some of this and, and really think about how to apply it and save some time. The other thing, as far as like the idea of self-promotion being a bad thing, I think that instead of self-promotion, really, you know, looking at what we're doing as, as providing a service, um, I think is important. And I've struggled, you know, you know this, with getting women to contribute to the magazine and getting women to write. So I cannot even imagine how much better the content in my magazine would be or the content on vrmintel.com would be if more of the women who are actually listening to this right at this moment would be would contribute, you know, what they know. These are true experts, Heather. You know the women on here. They know more about this space than 99% of the people in this industry. I've, I've had so many of them on this show as well. And sometimes it's been a struggle to chase them down and they don't want to come on because it's, you know, I'm nervous about doing this. But when they think, do, <laughs> it's... You know, first of all, I mean, talking to you is, I mean, it's, it's just like having a conversation. It's like having coffee. But um, you make it really easy. But that's a really good segue to this. Like there are places that people can, like you and I, between the two of us, there are places that women can practice sharing. You've got a podcast and you're looking for people on. We do webinars and um, and have panels and VRM Intel live events and, you know, that are regional, that people could speak in a, in a regional setting. We also have VRMintel.com which is really an easy place to, to contribute an article on marketing, customer service, housekeeping, technology, anything. Wendy Glover just sent one in who's never written for us after as a result of that post. And Wendy used to vet all of the technology platforms for all of the acquisitions that Wyndham used to undertake. And so it's, it's one of the best articles I've ever had in the magazine. And I'm like, I'm fast so much so that I want to share it, you know, earlier before it goes to print. But there's so many experts here, I think is what I'm trying to say. But the other thing for me always is the delegate, the delegating piece and that whole idea of not, not giving up as far as that time factor goes, not giving up the things that we don't have to do so mm-hmm. that we can do the things we want to do. And yeah. and I'm trying to learn how to do that. Yeah, but you, I mean, there's, there's, there's many people in this industry, and I, I talk to so many that I think, you know, you guys have got some different level of time. You know, you definitely have more than 24 hours in your day. And <laughs> I want some of them. I'm amazed at how much, like, for instance, when we had that data conference, and we can talk about that later, but um, when a hurricane comes up, for instance, like when we had that, there was no option of saying, oh, I'm just going to give up and not go forward and do it later. Because how do you tell vacation rental managers who deal with hurricanes and fires and things like that all the time that you're going to chicken out of doing a conference during a hurricane? You can't. Like, I, don't, I can't even say that with a straight face. Like, these people deal with this kind of stuff every single day. and And they're not, you know what I mean? I can't. I can't justify being a wuss about it when they're not. But going back to the idea of the different places to contribute, just on myself alone, I've got VRM Intel. I have the VRM Intel Live regional events. We have the Women's Summit coming up. We have VRM Intel Magazine. And Heather and I have just, um, with Jody, recently launched 
a a new site called secondhomehq.com. And this is for people who want to actually, who are contributing thought leadership to homeowners and you know individual hosts. And so it's a new site that we we're working on. We're also, Heather's been working on building out content on real estate and investing in the industry. And um, so we've got some new things to add there, but it's largely around design, real estate, investing, customer service, marketing, technology, those kind of things are still there, but but geared towards the homeowner. So if that market is more your jam than the property manager, then then that's a place that we would love to have your content as well. I mean, Heather, you've got opportunities on your end too. Yeah, we're starting a new podcast, which will be called Second Home HQ or SH SHHQ. And it will be a little bit shorter than the, this one, which is, is usually le- lengthens out to about 50 to 55 minutes. And they're going to be short, 25 to 30 minute episodes. And we're going to be interviewing realtors, mortgage advisors, investment advisors, and homeowners, people who've done this. And our target market here is, is those that are, are new to the industry, perhaps those people who haven't even bought their first home and are not sure, you know, how to go about it and what to do when they've got this home, how to decorate it, how to put it onto the rental market. So I'm open to talking to anybody about that. I mean, Amber made a really good point that the industry is still really young. There are a lot of people coming into it. This COVID will trans will be another transition point. There will be old, there will be some legacy companies who have decided they don't want to do this anymore as a result of how difficult this year has been. And there will be new people coming in and taking advantage of, of a new guest, you know, a, a larger number of travelers staying in vacation rentals. So there's a go looking forward, the industry is going to be at another big transition point in 2021. So there are a lot of new people coming in and they don't, you know, so for like what, what Amber was saying to everyone, to the women today, it's like, you may not think you're an expert, but you are like, and a lot of the, there's so many people coming in the industry that are just looking for information and you work with this segment a lot and they just crave, you know, they just want good information and they can spot it. People who invest mm-hmm. in vacation rentals are not, are not dumb. Yeah, these are people with enough money to buy real estate properties, enough business savvy to see the opportunity. So this isn't an uneducated group of people coming into the industry, but they're incredibly enthusiastic and they can spot authentic content a mile away. And so I think that the the women in our industry have a lot to offer in this capacity. So we at at Second Home HQ would love to have some of your... um, some of your writings and thoughts and insights there as well. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and as I say, for the podcast, you know, I, w- I want to get some panels together, panels of invest- you know, people who've already done this. That, you know, if, if you're a property manager and you started out like I did, you know, I, I was living in England and bought my first house in Canada and had absolutely no clue what to do with it, but eventually made a success of it and bought six more. But I did it without the knowledge that's out there, without the knowledge that you, all you guys have got to share. So so that's the idea. We want to pull out the knowledge from everybody and share it with those people who uh, so they can come into the industry and be really educated by people who have been there and done that 
at a at a professional level. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say much more than the get rich quick on Airbnb seminars. Somebody mentioned that on on my Facebook group this morning, and this is not what this is going to be. This is the educated forum for investors. So there we are. That's that's about it. Um, Maureen said. How do we subscribe to your new Second Home HQ magazine? If you go to secondhomehq.com, there's a little um, sidebar on the right, and there's a subscribe button there. It's it's fairly big. I don't think you'll see it, but it's secondhomehq.com. And all these links are going to be on the show notes. So if you're listening on the podcast, then you can just go to the show notes and you can check those out. If you're on YouTube, because we're already we're also broadcasting to YouTube right now, you will find that information there too. Hi, it's Mike here, CEO and co-founder of Vacation Rental Formula, introducing you to this mid-podcast segment where we are just going to briefly talk about our sponsor for this episode, ConvertBox. Uh, Myself and uh, Jason Beaton, the chief marketing officer for Vacation Rental Formula, we've been using uh, the two of us uh, ConvertBox for quite some time and have really been truly impressed with how effective it is um, at gaining new leads from our vacation rental websites. Uh, Our clients are showing some amazing results for the uh, amount of engagement we're getting with this new uh, this new tool. Um, so I just wanted to reach out to you uh, to let you know about ConvertBox, and it's uh, definitely something I would recommend you check out. Um, if you head across to vacationrentalformula.com forward slash ConvertBox, uh, you can find out all the information. Um, and in fact, we also have an action plan that we have created to help get you started with ConvertBox. So should you choose to purchase, and uh, we are, you know, in all fairness, we are an affiliate um, of ConvertBox, which means we get a little bit of a commission when you choose to purchase through us, which is great because it's also a product that we feel so strongly about. When you purchase through ConvertBox, through our affiliate link, we will actually give you free access to this incredible action plan where we'll walk you through step-by-step all the things you need to know to get yourself up and running with ConvertBox. And we start off at the very beginning with, you know, why do you need an email list? You know, if you want to succeed with direct booking strategy, you must have a well-nurtured email list. And we're going to talk about some different points of why you need that email list. Then we're going to get you started with ConvertBox. We're going to give you a tour. We're going to walk you through all the account settings and what to set up and your integrations with your uh, email provider, whether it be ActiveCampaign or MailChimp or um, you know any of those other ones you might be using. Uh, we're going to show you how to set all that up. Once you've done that, we're going to help create. You're going to help you create your first opt-in. So you know where to place on your website, what type of opt-in to use, what kind of graphics, things like that. And then we're also going to show you, you know, once that's implemented, how to check out the statistics to see how effective it's being, um, and even play with it a little bit to see, you know, if you can get any better results. We're also going to show you um, a couple of very, very powerful features uh, featured in ConvertBox. The first one is is segmentation, where you can actually use an opt-in box to guide people to the right places on your website. So rather than having them kind of figure out your navigation um, by themselves, you can present them with um, a pop-up that will ask them exactly what it is they're looking for. Uh, From their selections, you can then provide them with the information they need. So for example, if you have a property management company, 
company with properties in multiple destinations, you can drill down to that really quickly and present them with a landing page that has those specific properties. Um, maybe if it's pro properties specifically for you know large groups or large families, you can show them directly to those properties um, very, very quickly and easily, which is going to help the engagement. It's going to help them find the property they're looking for quicker and subsequently result in quicker bookings and more bookings, uh, which is the main thing. Another great feature is um, the A-B testing. So once you actually have your opt-ins or your segmentation boxes set up, we can actually show you how you can set up split tests. So you can change like an image here or, or a color or the content or even the type of, uh, you know, where it's placed. Um, all of those things, you know, experimenting with, you know, an A-B test where you have one box of, you know, it, it formatted in one way and one box formatted in the other, trying to achieve exactly the same goal, but you're actually going to be able to drill down and see which one is working better, so that way you can refine you know, how you're using ConvertBox and, and, uh, and its features to get the best results. Finally, we're going to show you some very high-level kind of techie stuff to do with um, existing contact callouts. What this means is you can actually, uh, if you have a visitor to your website who is already in your existing email list, you can personalize pop-ups or call-outs specifically to that person or specific to how they're tagged or organized in your email list. That's pretty high-level stuff, and you know what? We're going to get into that in the action plan. So head over to vacationrentalformula.com forward slash ConvertBox. Check out the information we have there. Head over, get subscribed to ConvertBox, and we will provide you with the training to get you started. Interesting, Amy. You know, a couple of years ago, the thought of going live on two Facebook groups and YouTube would have had me just taking off, you know, running at high speed. I don't like, didn't like being on video and I have a tendency to lose my words, you know, a little bit of having senior moments. And oh, What was that word? I don't care, you know, just get it out there. If you've got it, every, we've all got it in us. So just get it out there and, and share it because you guys have got such experience and knowledge and we want it. We do. And we need it. Let's actually, <laughs> We're desperate for it. Please send us content of people. <laughs> so I wanted to move on and just, you know, it's, it's been a weird year. We know that I'm not going to mention anything more about this year. It continues to be weird. And I, I'm very glad we were sitting in your attic watching over the next three weeks because I think it's going to get positively weirder. I'm sure you do. You think that too. Um, what we have seen is is the virtual world exploding. You know, I, I don't know whether we will ever go back to massive conferences, certainly not for, for a lot of years. So we get our education material virtually now. And, and I just want to do a quick sort of summary about what's been going on the last couple of months in terms of what we've seen, what we've taken away, and and what we think about fact about the, the virtual conference season. So I'm I'm thinking in particular about your VR data and revenue management conference. There was the Book Direct show, which was recently. There was Antonio's Vacation Rental World Summit that was just over this past weekend. There's the Host 2020 conference coming up. 
And then, of course, there's myriad other online virtual summits that are not related to vacation rentals, but you can learn a whole load of stuff from them. And I've been to a few recently and, and learned, learned a lot. So I just want to hear from you, Amy, about how you feel about how virtual education is going in this business. Um, it's a struggle. <laughs> I, I, I've done two um, full conferences virtually now. You're on everything. I don't think you. I don't think you've missed one yet, have you? I, I feel like I haven't, and I don't normally do it, which it's just hard. My go-to no answer. You know, everyone has. You know, when you have that kind of like when you want to say no, you've got your script. My script before was about travel. That I oh I've, I'm scheduled to be somewhere else. I can't go to that. I'm not going to be able to make that. And now that they're not asking me to travel, I can't say no. <laughs> like I'm going to learn how. But um, I it's been fun though. Most of the other stuff I've done have been panels. I haven't done a lot of keynote type stuff. The data conference was probably the most interesting to me. We tried some different formats there. It was a very long and intense show. That show, the data and revenue management conference, is really more of a curriculum. Um, it's still you can still buy it, by the way, but it, it's definitely it was they, these were classes. These were not presentations. And I think mm-hmm. that made it a, a big difference there. Um, we did do some fun stuff. We mixed it up with some battleground kind of like really edgy, um, you know, like five minute demos, you know, with five pro- property managers firing off questions. It's a lot of fun. But um, the biggest takeaway from the data conference was really this bridging of the hotel industry and the vacation real industry on that on the revenue management, marketing, distribution side of the equation. I believe that we will see hotel flags coming in to take marketing and revenue management services to provide those for hospitality managers and property managers. I think that we'll see that relatively quickly. Um, There's a lot of good that's coming with the hotel industry, coming into the industry on the marketing side. Historically, the hotel industry has been trying to work with the vacation rental industry for a long time, but they started working with us on operations and service. And that never worked. There was never a good fit because operations and service in hotels is a very different animal than what it is for, for short-term rentals. However, when you look at the marketing stuff, now that hotels have put a lot of effort and money into direct marketing, but direct efforts, into distribution management and merchandising and revenue management and pricing, I think that we'll see some synergy there on that end of the business, which would mean that we would see, for instance, Marriott Homes Homes and Villas become a flag, providing direct marketing and revenue management services for some of the companies that they're using on their site right now. So I'm going to come back to talk about this in a second, because you know when you're talking in, in those terms, it's Speaking to property managers, large property managers, and we talked yesterday, didn't we, about the need for foundational education on this whole revenue management. And, yeah, you know, I think management. that what, what I noticed is that we had a lot of education about terminology, about acronyms, about the fundamentals of revenue management, what the discipline is and what it isn't. And then we had a lot of information on scaling, on how to manage rates for a portfolio of 100 to 10,000 properties. However, what we missed in there and what I would like to go back and add to is, okay, what do you, how do you manage 
rights for one. How do you take this data and these fundamentals and, you know, RevPAR and, and ADRs and occupancy rates, and how do you take all of this information that we're learning about and actually change pricing throughout the year based on certain circumstances for one property, for one condominium? or one eight bedroom home in, in Colorado or one beach cabin, you know, like, I mean, like really taking that a whole idea and actually applying it to a small set of inventory to show how that works. I think we missed that step. And, um, mm-hmm. and I think if we had that, it would make sense. So listening to like your podcast with Andrew McConnell and Sarah and T's podcast on this conference, there was a clear mismatch I mean, it seems like a lot of managers are thinking, well, I don't need to do that. It's not, you know, this isn't for me. And and I don't think that's true. I think revenue management and pricing management is for everybody. And I think it's going to be necessary. But I think that we missed a real opportunity to show how to change pricing for one property and really kind of drive through an entire year of what that would look like. And we need to add that back in. I, I think that's something that kind of brings lends itself into into second home HQ perfectly because you've got people who are coming into that with the one property. You teach them that at the very outset, and then as they grow their businesses, they scale. They're going to take that information, and it will scale with them. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I, I do. Um, the the other thing, like moving on through the show. So there are three that I attended. Mine, the the I mean the. Um, data and revenue management conference, and then the book direct show. And then Antonio's vacation rental world summit that I still haven't gone by to see all of I haven't haven't seen all of it yet. So um, moving on to the book direct show, which you actually spoke at as well. um, What were your thoughts on it? I've got, I've gone through about half of it now and I've actually taken a lot away from it, you know, even with 20 years of experience, because there's a lot of young people coming into this industry. You know, they're young, they're dynamic. You know, it feels like me 20 odd years ago. And when we came into it then, it was only a book direct landscape. So it was really interesting listening to these the new entrants into the industry who are talking in exactly the same terms as we were 20 years ago. And so I it does... <laughs> you know, we're coming full circle, but we come full circle now with this whole mass of tools and resources and software that we didn't have that time ago. And I and I know there was a skift, a skift, the skift article that you sent me yesterday that covered the panel that you had that you were on with um, Matt Landau. God, who else were you on with? Simon, Simon Lehman. Uh, it was Simon and Simon Lehman and Matt and Carlos um, did the yeah. moderating. Yeah, yeah, that was a really weird discussion. <laughs> I I don't and I know Matt and Simon fairly well, as you know. It was a yeah, we had a lot of tech challenges on that call anyway. But it's almost like they were t- they were taking the devil's advocate position, and and I'm like, why? You know what I mean? It's a book direct show. Like it's okay to talk about direct bookings, but. <laughs> They were really, really focused on that OTAs are not evil and, OT, you know, that we need to use OTAs in this industry. And that really, I, that wasn't what, the, what we were saying um, or what the, the conference is about. It's not about saying don't use an OTA. It's about if you're going to use an OTA, have a plan for getting that guest uh-huh. back. 
you know, have a plan for converting that person into a direct booking and have a plan on the OTAs to try to lead people to find you directly if they choose to. I, I was really surprised by the whole panel, to be honest with you. I was kind of taken aback and I didn't handle it well. I just kind of shut down. Um, but I didn't. So the, the panel, the title of it, they set it up to be a, a fight. And it was OTAs. Mm-hmm. The, no, it said something about the power of OTAs versus the glory of direct bookings, I think was what the title they gave it. But um, yeah, it wasn't I, very much an it's either or. Yeah, I, and it's not either or. It's really not. I do think that, um, you know, Matt um, Dennis Shaw, the, the author of the article, really pointed out something that Matt said because it was surprising. And it was that Matt was saying that even he, if he doesn't know the destination, will actually book on an OTA and talking about the trust that OTAs bring to the table. I think what the what the whole show is about is about all the things that you need to do to increase direct bookings for your home. And so it was like the fundamentals of your website has got to be professional and it's got to communicate trust and what trust means on a website is professional photography professionally written descriptions, flexible payment options, and some type of flexible cancellation policy. It's not over the top. You just redid your website right now. Area you know, destination content is great to have. FAQs are great to have. There are a lot of wonderful things to add to the site, but that, that level of trust of the, the traveler or the guest who's coming to it, really believing that if they book here, they're actually going to be able to stay here. I think that is, and their money is secure. That's something that, that we need to have. I think in addition to that, we've, you know, there are just some real basics on booking direct that we don't necessarily do very well. We don't do a lot of really good marketing. We don't use social media as well as we should. And most of the people that are looking for vacation homes are also on social media. So there are opportunities there. I think the Google, what happened was what's going on with Google is going to change everything next year. I think what's going on with Airbnb is going to change everything next year. And so 2021 is going to be one of those roller coaster rides in marketing. And so establishing direct booking, establishing repeat guests right now is really important. I think the other thing that was um, the drive to market that, you know, a lot of people at uh, that book direct show and at Antonio's show, we're talking about that most of our guests are stay are coming from drive to you know areas, and if they're driving and that's the target market, you don't need Booking.com to reach to reach a drive to market. You know, there's actually there are really great target marketing you know strategies uh-huh. for geo targeting, and Jody is probably one who could speak to that. And I think um. ICND just did one earlier today that I'm sure the recording is available at VRMA. They did a webinar today. I'm sorry. The Vacation Rental Managers Association hosted a webinar today about target marketing. So geo-targeting is not overly difficult and it's not nearly as expensive as some of the other marketing things that are out there. So I guess from my perspective, that book direct is really about not just that it's better to get direct bookings because we all know it is. It's also that you have to do that to protect your business going forward because you don't know that you're going to be able to use Airbnb in 2021. Uh You don't know that they're not going to do some stupid stuff that doesn't allow you. Actually, you can be pretty sure that they're going to do some stupid stuff that's going to make it difficult to 
to work with Airbnb. You can be reasonably sure, you know what I mean, that that some that OTAs will have some ups and downs this year in their policies because they're, I mean, this is a bad time for them. And they have a lot, I mean, booking.com, my gosh, they just canceled their demo day with me for Thursday and they ended up not showing up for a panel at the World Summit. I don't know what's going on at booking.com, but for them to just say, we don't have anyone who can give a webinar, that's, I mean, a, a demo, that's um when that they signed up for a month ago, that's weird. So I don't, uh-huh. unless you, have you, do you have any insight into booking.com right now? In I world? have absolutely no insight Something whatsoever. Up. I mean, I yeah. know they announced they're going to do a lot of layoffs and I assume that that's what's hitting right now. That's a topic, I think, for another one of these, maybe in a month or two. And we can talk about Airbnb and Verbo and Expedia and booking.com. But, you know, we are coming to the... <laughs> the top of the hour and we're gonna to have to wrap this one up i've loved this amy this is such a great day to to spend listening to amber and then having chat with you and the two announcements the one about the vacation rental women's summit in december 2021 and, and i'm going to, I, i'm not going to play out with the Maybe I should play out with the with jingle bells again. And, I, and course, I shall do that. And of course, HQ as as well. Um, the launch of that. So yeah, a, a lot to come. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Don't go away for a second. We shall uh, we shall catch up at the other side of this music. So for anybody who's just joined in, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Love it. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. Thank you very much for joining me. It's been been an absolute pleasure having you on we'll talk again soon talk to you soon heather thank you that was so much fun i just (laughs) i always enjoy talking to amy we do spend a lot of time sort of off the air chatting and we had talked about what we were going to talk about beforehand and uh yeah i think we covered just about everything but the time goes so fast so thank you for everyone who came to the live stream and thank you for those of you who are listening on the podcast so if you've got any questions at all about the vacation rental women's summit in 2021 then you just go to vrm intel and uh, you'll find all sorts of information on there because I know that's going to be up very, very soon. And uh, I'm, I'm a, so, so excited. I could, you know, I almost wish it was this December, except there was, no, there was just, just no way that we'd be getting there, of, of course. So uh, that is it for this week. So as I mentioned about Second Home HQ, SHHQ, the podcast, I will be kicking that off hopefully in early December. 
fingers crossed, it uh, you know, putting a podcast together does take a fair amount of time and I want to make sure I've got all my ducks in a row before it actually goes out. But I do need to hear from people who would like to be on the show. So I'm thinking about realtors who have experience in the short-term rental market. I want to talk to people who have invested, have made an investment in a second home and it has worked for you. And I'd like to know what was it that you did that was successful and what sort of things that you did that perhaps you wouldn't do again if you were doing it a second time round or a third time round or a fourth time round. I know that when I started buying properties in Ontario, I tried not to make the same mistakes twice. Um, sometimes I did, but you learn from from every single one. So I, I really want to present some case studies to help people who are thinking about investing in a second home and then putting on the short putting it on the short-term rental market and help them to make it a smoother process or help to make it a smoother process for them. So now you know after listening to Amber that you need to put yourself forward. We we need to hear from you. We need to hear from you with content. If you don't want to come on the podcast, that's absolutely fine. You can write articles, send us checklists or anything that would help support uh, the creation of what we, we are hoping is going to be a really terrific resource for investors in the second home and short-term rental market. So that's it for another week as we head on slowly. Actually, it's very quickly towards the clocks going back and those darker evenings and lighter mornings. That would be quite nice to be because I'm an early riser and it would be it'll be nice to be waking up to a bit more light in the mornings again. So if you've enjoyed this, if you've enjoyed the live stream, we'd love to get your feedback. So please let us know. Uh, you can go, yeah, I mean, you can put a, you can put a testimonial or feedback on iTunes. You can send me an email at heather at vacationrentalformula.com. You can go to either the Vacation Rental Women Facebook group. You can go to my Facebook group, which is the business of short-term rental and property management. And you can go to our YouTube channel. So plenty of places to go and leave us some feedback. Really love to hear from you. So for now, from me, it's thank you so much for joining me. And I'll be with you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Just a reminder, this episode was brought to you by ConvertBox, the new and easy, more intelligent way to convert your website visitors. Launch personalized offers, lead capture forms, and segmentation funnels to the right visitors at the right time with the easiest, most powerful on-site engagement platform. Visit vacationrentalformula.com forward slash ConvertBox for more information. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.